Just words of introduction. I'm really emotional to be able to share this with you. And it's not a simple matter to take the words written by the Nesiv Shalom Schus and to try to give it over. Because it's so deep and it's so important and it's so eye-opening and mind-blowing. And I hope that I'll be a good shliach to at least give it over according to my simple understanding and grasp. The very first thing that I ever learned of Nesiv Shalom was this that we're going to be learning over this series. It's the Hakdama of Chelek Aleph, then there's Chelek Beis, which is Shabbos Amayadim, then he has on Chumash. So this is Hakdama of Chelek Aleph that he wrote himself. And I never learned the Hakdama before. I never knew that Hakdama is so interesting. But when I finished the sixth Prakam of the Hakdama, I told my Harusa, I don't want to move on. I just want to review it again and again and again. And each time that I learned it, and I hope that you will chazer it over, when you talk about big things, big concepts, it takes time to drip in and affect the different times of your life. I was so taken by it that I just didn't want to go further, and I wanted to review it again and again. Who was the Nesiv Shalom? I'm not going to go into a whole long drasha, but he was just nifter about 20 years ago. I was learning the Sefer. He was alive. I didn't even know it. And he was a very humble person, and yet all the tzaddikim knew him, and people around the world knew him. Somehow, he wasn't that famous that I heard of him. He was on the Meyatzas Kedayli Atayra of Eretz Yisrael. He was a Chesid Rebbe. He had ties to Chabad. And in the Litvish Shevelt, they had the highest esteem. Rabbi Shach Zatzal said, Roshiva Panavish said, that he is the Mesilas Yisharim of our generation. So we have a lot to learn. And I want to I wanna just start off by saying that we're going to be learning a limud about life, about what Jewish life is supposed to be and what it's meant to be. And he says it later on, but just in case you don't get there, I just want to tell you right now. Part of it is, he says, that nobody ever demanded victory. Nobody ever said that you have to win every battle. We're going to be talking about some things that are Within our grasp, fully, maybe 50%, maybe 1%. But it's something that we must work on in order to fulfill our obligation to be the best Jew that we can be. It's mind-blowing, as you will see. It's a whole different way to uplift yourself and to understand what you're doing here. But I want to be very clear. Some of the things are, he's telling you, someone has to, the ultimate. But don't get turned off by saying, oh, I can't do that. How can I do that? Understand that if your job is to become a black belt, you need to know all those things. But if you're a white belt now, your job is just to improve 5% to get to a yellow belt. 5% to get to the green belt. You'll grow and you'll grow and you'll grow. It's something that needs constant chazara and it will open up a tremendous new world, Be'ezus Hashem, for all of us. So starting with the introduction of Chelek Aleph, Perakrishin, here we go. He divides it into different parts, so we're going to start part one. Yisoyit ha'avoyda ha'chasidus 
the foundation of toil, of working Avaidus Hashem, and the pillar of Chasidus, he doesn't mean pious, he means every person, a Chasid, to be somebody who lives on the next level. The foundation and the pillar of this thing is something called the character trait of having Ha'ores Hadas, enlightenment of the mind. That a person's mind should be enlightened. And we're going to learn that since this is the foundation of life, and as you go through life, two people can be doing the same thing. You can have two people davening. They get to davening. That's a whole thing until, until to get to davening. You're at davening. But your ha'aris hadas, your enlightenment of your mind level could be high, it could be low. And you're doing the same thing as the guy next to you. You're doing the same thing as the guy as you did before. But if you daven with an enlightenment of the mind connecting to Hashem, imagine Hashem and Shemaim, endless, endless. We can't put a, how big is Hashem? Infinite. And a little ant has an opportunity to connect to Hashem through Taira and Mitzvahs. But you can do Taira and Mitzvahs with an enlightenment of your mind, with your mind being connected to Hashem. And it's a whole different world than if you do Taira and Mitzvahs when your mind is dark. You'll get schar for it. You have to do it. But the difference between someone who serves Hashem from a dark mind, and he's going to explain how we get there and how to get out of it, that's what we're all about. To someone whose mind is connected, his mind is open, we all know that we would be happier. Our Hashem would be besimcha. We would feel good when we finished davening, learning, sitting in a sukkah, putting on tefillin, whatever we're doing, because our mind is something that, that can connect. I'll give a very simple example. Everybody's looking for happiness. Everybody's looking for peace of mind. Everybody's looking for serenity. So let's say they'll tell you to go take yoga lessons. And you'll sit and you'll get into yoga. Now, in the beginning, you're not going to be a yogi expert. You're not going to be able to twist and touch your the back of your foot with your tongue. And you're not going to have this zen and this calm that the teacher supposedly has. You have to build towards it. You have to work towards it. It's just an idea that if you work really hard on a constant basis, you can get to, and then your life is calm, unless you live in Brooklyn, and there's a lot of honking. But even if you are in the right place, you won't have road rage. Look at the difference between someone who's calm, internally calm, even a guy, I'm not talking about Yiddishkeit, uh, someone who's internally calm, and someone who's constant anxiety. Can you compare the life? And every bump in the road, the anxiety person goes crazy and has anger and gets gets into trouble and messes up relationships. And the calm person doesn't need to go on medication, deals with it because he's connected to a a higher power. He's connected to something greater. He has an inner calm, an inner peace. And really the whole world today, we don't know why, but I guess on the shtetl, Life was simple, and we were okay being simple. And with every piece of technology, it seems like that's the culprit. 
And it's amazing because every piece of technology that we ever bought, we all bought for one reason. It makes your life better. It gives you more time. It accomplishes so much. You don't have to wait four hours to put something in the oven. You put it in the microwave. Two minutes later, you got yourself... You don't have to mail a letter and wait a week to get a response. You could do a fax. Why'd you buy a fax machine? Anyone remember that? It was amazing. I can let the guy know right now in business, business can work. I'll have so much extra time. Why did you get email? It's even faster than a fax machine. Why do we have a phone? Because why do I have to go, go home and wait and wonder and be anxious when we weren't, we found the public phone and called every four hours. Kids alive? Good to know. Bye. But everything that we did was to take away anxiety. Everything was to give us free time. Everything that we bought was with the idea that this is going to make your life easier. Where's all that extra time? Where's all that serenity? What? We fell for it. And we continue to fall for it. So we have to understand it's the same thing in Yiddishkeit. Enlightenment of the mind, peace of mind, is a different life. Going through the ups, the downs. Going through the Averis and how to deal with them, the challenges, and even the mitzvahs. You cannot compare. And listen to what he says. The most important thing, the foundation and the pillar of an, of an uplifted life, a life of Hasidus, is the Midas, the character trait of Ha'aris Adas, of enlightening your mind. That's the foundation. Kiloshan HaKosov, like it says in Devarim, Ata Adas. You have been given to, to know. You have been shown. But Ha'reisa, look at the letters, is a Lashan of Ha'ara. You've been in, enlightened. Ki Hashem Hu Elohim Einoid Movadoi. That God is, Hashem is God. Einoid Movadoi, there's nothing else Besides him. So that was a moment that we had where the skies opened up by Kabbalah's Hatayra and we saw clear, we saw something clear for once in our life. We had clarity. Clarity that Hashem is everything. And that light pushes away the darkness because we only sin in the darkness. We only get depressed because of darkness. We only have a lot of the challenges that we have or how we deal with it is because we're in darkness. So we need therapy and pills. So at that moment, we had Ha'aris Hadas. We had an enlightenment of the mind. And what does it say? When you have enlightenment of the mind, you see Hashem Hu Aleikim Ein Oid Movadoi. Very few people can live like that. Sadiqim live like that. They're not scared. They're not worried. They don't fret. They don't get upset. They don't have anger issues. What a way to live. So again, we're tapping into very high levels. Don't think, oh, well, that's so, I can never. Think about, let's learn what's necessary, and then we're going to learn how to get there. And then we're going to work to get there as fast as we can, although it does take a lot of time. This is if you have das, if you have wisdom, what are you lacking? What are you missing? But if you're missing das, then what do you have? So we look at it, Pashit, like someone who's not smart. Someone who's not smart, or someone who's, who's intellectually disabled. So what does he have? 
It's more than that. Even if we're all smart, we all have high IQ. Das. Das means something. And on that thing that it means, Dea Kanisa, if you can get and acquire that thing, which we're going to learn, Machasarta, what are you missing? You're not going to miss anything, because nothing matters. But Dea Chasarta, if you don't have Das, and as we said, Das is Ha'aris Hadas, and you're not enlightened in your mind, so you're going through the trenches, you're going through the, the ups and downs of life, you get up in the morning, you're learning, you're davening, but your mind, how much of your mind, if they did an fMRI of your brain, how much is turned on? They could see in your brain. How excited are you? How much of our mind are we using in our everything that we do, especially Avaydah Sashem? And why is this important? The entire value, the entire value of a Jewish person, it depends on Ha'aras Datai Bahakaras Habayre Yisbarach Shemai. It depends on the enlightenment of your mind, on how much you recognize God. Now, we all are from, we all recognize Hashem. But on what level? On what level as we're walking to the train, as we're waiting for the car, as we're driving through the streets, as we're going through work, as we're dealing with our family members, as we're dealing with our kids, what level of das do we have, of ha'aras hadas, of enlightenment of the mind that we have at that moment, in what? In recognizing that Hashem controls the world. So now, let's review. He said that the most important thing in Yiddishkeit is enlightenment of the mind. Enlightenment of the mind, he says now, means to the degree that you recognize Hashem at that moment. Not as a theory, not that I went to a shir, but that is the erech, the value of my avodah. I'm going to go daven mincha. My mincha level is going to be as intense as the enlightenment in my mind in recognizing that Hashem and recognize that Hashem is there. And we see it and we know it. Because we know that on Yom Kippur, we, we reach that level and we say, Hashem will like Him, Hashem will like Him. And we really, at that moment, we wouldn't be checking our phone. We wouldn't be sidetracked. We wouldn't be worried. We, we feel a certain calm inside after Yom Kippur. When we're connected to Hashem, everything is better. Das is Hakara Sabari. So now, when we refer to brains, we're not talking about IQ, we're not talking about EQ, emotional Q. We're talking about the amount that your mind is grasping, the existent, that I am Makir, the creator of the world. this Hashem, somebody who serves Hashem. If his avayda, if his toil, if his work, his avaydas Hashem, is bitzimtzim v'katnos hadas, it is constricted, it is limited, it is restricted, narrow-minded, narrow-minded, so then, he's compared to that mashal, which is brought down in chayvas havavis, about a person, la'isi adam, there was a person, Shemeaz Nailit, from when he was born, 
Hayakalu Babayr Ha'asurim. He was born in jail. He never saw anything other than jail. He never left the walls of the jail. And all of his food came from where? The Melech, the king. His clothing. Where did it come from? The king. It got ripped. They gave him new clothing. Who paid for it? The government. The king. That's all he knows. His food, his existence, everything is the king. Uliyamim, and as time went on, he got older. He started to praise the king. He started to say, amazing, look at this king. What a king. He owns the whole bar, the whole jail. It's unbelievable. All these inmates. He's the one who controls all these inmates. He gives them food. He gives them sustenance. He gives them medical attention when they need it. He gives them clothing. What a king. The servants of the king laughed at him. Your praise is an insult to this king that his kingdom is in all of the world. You go to Achashverish. Achashverish was, was the master, the king of the world. Right? All the Medinas. And you tell him, wow, Achashverish, Got to tell you, I got to tell you, the jail that I'm in, that you put me in, it's unbelievable. You run everything. You're such a king. And you write a poem about how great he is. It's a ganai, it's an insult to someone who's so great. So too, Kena Adam, it's a little sharp, a little sharp, but stick with it. Because it's true. And we need to hear the truth. Because this is the only way to get out of this. Kena Adam HaKatan Vahamat Sumtsum. So too. A person, a small-minded, narrow-minded person with constricted, limited das. What's das? Hakara sabayre. Doesn't mean you're stupid. You can be the smartest person in the world. But it's the amount of inside your brain that recognizes the creator of the world and that he runs the world at Erdem Avade. So I know for myself, and we could all think about it. We could be in our world, could be very smart, you could be a professor, you could be a great businessman, but how much of your brain is tapped into das of hakaris habare? So kena adam hakaten vat simtsum. Somebody is katen vat simtsum. He's restricted. He's limited, but he's serving Hashem. He's doing good, and he feels good, and he should, and he gets scar for it. He's serving Hashem according to his small grasp in the greatness of Hashem. His service, his praise is like an insult to the Melech. Doesn't mean you should stop. Don't hang up now. Don't disconnect. Let's just understand. It's true. So what should we do? Some people get right away defensive. Okay, so now I'm going to daven. I don't want to insult Hashem. He's going to teach us how to open up our mind, expand our avoda, and raise automatically everything. But first we have to recognize the truth that a person can go through life doing okay, but not really living a life where his mind is connected his das is fully, fully functional. 
in Hakaris Abari. We know Ain Adam Chaite Elim Imkei Niknas by Rachstos. We know that even a person can be very, very, very smart. And yet it says that you don't sin unless you have a rachtos, which means a spirit of a shaita, a little bit mentally, we don't say retarded these days, special needs. And everybody sins. So what happens? It's because there's a darkness that takes over. And it could be that it's not that hard to take over because even when we're good, we're dark. We're not using all of our light. But when you flip that switch on the amp, all the lights go on, like in a stadium, a football stadium. All the lights are off, right? Bad things could happen. All those big, huge floodlights go on. You're in a different planet. You're in a different world. You see everything clear. When you see everything clear, you fall less into the traps of the Eight Sahara. You fall less into into the the Rakhstos. And when you do the good stuff, it's being done in a whole different realm. That's the first piece, addressing this issue, part base. Velochen, and therefore, listen when he says, Iker hiskabrus When I learned this, I was like, wow! Are you saying wow? I hope you're saying wow. Therefore, he says, the main focus of the Yetzirah is in this. What? I thought the main focus of the Yetzirah would be to make me do sins. I thought the main focus of Yitzhar would get me to not do mitzvahs. He says, that's true. But the main focus is to, to take out this Ha'aras Hadas from your brain, so that even when you do a mitzvah, you're doing it on a tiny level. And it's interesting, we all have this, right? Sometimes we think to, to ourselves, I, sometimes I think to myself, right? I'm davening to Hashem, Melech Malchem Lachem, but yet I'm like 5% there, I'm 10% there. How much, I mean, it's like you're already doing it. It's like you see guys in shul and you're like, I don't know how many times they do slachlanu, but you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm judging them, I'm no better. But I'm like, you're here, you're talking to God. You also have to like, look cool. You also have to like, you know, be friendly. It's like, you're already doing it. We don't think about what we're doing. If we went to shul and when we davened, we said, I'm praying, I'm talking to God. And my das level of hakar sabayre, of recognizing God, is a hundred, or fifty even, right? My davening is different. Nobody has to tell me, don't talk in shul. I'm connected, I'm talking to God, I'm in God's house. So because we're born into it, or we get used to it, I'll never forget, I had a home sweet homeboy, my first boy that I took off the streets, I had a schuss to help him. And he didn't daven for years, he didn't put on tilling for years, and then all of a sudden, he came from, he started davening. The first time he put on tefillin, he, he, he stood there, I was in the back of the shul, and he stood there like, like, like a balchuva, even though he grew up from, till he was 13, and he stood there with his siddur, it was, I gave him an art scroll or a matsuda, whatever it was, with English, and he just said Shema. And he was, he was fully there. Because he never did this for years, and he wanted to do this. It wasn't just, Amen. This was what he, where he was at. He wanted this. And he did Shema, and it took him a long time. 
over, it was over 20 minutes for sure, maybe even a half hour. He turns to me and he tells me, Avi, this stuff is great. How many of us feel that way? So we get used to it. So part of getting used to it is a darkness, a cloud comes over us. When we walk into the shul, we don't take off our shoes like different religions. We don't have like a ceremony. So we just walk into shul. So like we're in shul. So we're davening, middle of talking. You're talking to Hashem. Oh yeah, what's new? What's It's hard. I, we get it. But we're talking about if we can fix that, it's a different level. I remember it was about two years after that boy came. He was already from. He got married. Kadas Moshev Yisrael. He tells me, Avi, I'm not about tshuva anymore. I'm regular from. I talk during davening. Funny? Sad? A little funny. Very sad. He got so... It wasn't fresh anymore. He got so used to it. So his hakaras haboyre, his das level went down. It's a challenge always. Shachras, min, chamar. It is a challenge. But it's meant to transform us. We're meant to feel like we're in a cone and we're, we're connected up. We're, we're in a different planet. We're connecting to Hashem. And how much of that do we really have? So he says, that's the main focus of the Yitzhahara. The main focus, this is, this is unbelievable. The main focus, ask your friends, go tonight, ask your friends, tomorrow in shul, say, what's the main focus of the, of the Yitzhahara? To make me do sin. To stop me from doing mitzvahs. <laughs> that's, that's baby stuff. Yes, it's true. He does that too. Yes. But his main thing is that your entire level of ruchnius, instead of being when you do do good, way up here, why don't I daven like the biggest tzaddik in the world? He's talking to God. I'm talking to God. Hashem's not, not listening to me because of my sins. And we say slachlanu and he says slachlanu and but now talking to Hashem, why don't I feel like I'm talking to Hashem? That's the main focus of the Hiskabros Yitzhahara, the overpowering of the Yitzhahara, is in this Nakuda. And, and the reason it's important to know is, first of all, because if, you, if you're getting beat at the game of life and you don't even know, that's bad. But even more than that, it's not that hard. I mean, it's it's hard, but it's not that hard. You don't have to fast. You don't have to lift a thousand pounds. You don't got to got to go to the. You just focus. I I'm not going to let this Yitzhahara lower my das level. And his job is litzamtzim to constrict ulevalvel and to confuse Hashem. The das, the knowledge, the wisdom which we know is the amount that we have recognition of God, he's going to try to constrict and confuse us. Many ways of doing that. person going to shul, he runs late, maybe did someone a favor, maybe somebody splashed him, maybe his pants got dirty, maybe this, maybe that. He goes running into shul, he didn't have time to prepare. He was doing the Avedis Hashem, but the Yitzhahara was successful at minimizing and confusing him. Or he's, he's, he's confused about something and he can't separate or so, separate from it. Or someone's upset at him. Or all of these things, the purpose is, you are an Oyved Hashem. But your Avedas Hashem level is so low, again, you're going to get schar from it. Don't stop going to shul. <laughs> Don't go off the derech. And and lefum tzara agra, we get paid for how hard it is, and Hashem is understanding of us. 
but you want to be a black belt, right? We could be, we could have all the forgiveness in the world of living a life as a, as a white belt or a yellow belt or an orange belt, but we want to be a black belt. So he's telling you how to watch out for it. And what does he do by constricting and restricting us and confusing us? Through that, he's going to minimize, to make it smaller, to lower, and to constrict and to limit as kol harama harukhni so ilayhi shalavidasai the entire high level of our vaidasasham you're sitting down to say to hilam you could say to hilam with an open mind and you're connected with your das it's a her doesn't want that he's going to make something happen and and sometimes it's it'll cause us to to not do the mitzvah sometimes it'll cause us to do the avera or sometimes we'll do it but we're doing it on such a low level we, what do you mean low level i'm saying all the words Concentration? It's not even concentration. Because you can concentrate also and have low-level das in Akaris Habari. He's going to minimize your avoida. He's going to limit your avoida. He's going to squish it. He's going to make it so small that if you had a videotape of it, they're going to show you after 120, and you say, that's your mincha, wow! And you're going to be like, ah, my mind wasn't in it. I didn't think about who I'm talking to. I, I didn't, I just, I could have done so much better and I don't get it because I took off work to run to Mincha. I stopped what I was doing to do the mitzvah. I did all the stuff, but I didn't do it with a mind. In other words, break it down. Break it down. Different parts of doing stuff. One part is the physical part. You know, you take your lulav, I did the physical mitzvah. Then there's the saying the words. I said the words. And then there's trying to concentrate, which is very important and it's hard to do. But there's a, a whole other thing happening here. To in our mind that nobody could see in my mind. I once I once was davening recently, and I saw somebody, and I looked at his face, and I saw intensity. I saw an intense face, the way sweetly praying to God, and with a concentration. And and he looked, I don't have a, a meter, I don't have an fMRI of his brain, he looked like he was in it fully. He looked like he mamish. I'm so jealous of that. And this is the Eight Sahara. This is what he tries to do. Now, the next part, it's going to blow your mind. Yoiser mikol pitui vehiskabrus binyani sumeira. Even more than what we think he's busy with fully. More than he's trying to get you to sin. More than he's trying to get you to get in, into Tivus and, and do bad stuff. More than he's focusing on giving you bad, evil character traits. Ego. Give me some more. Anger. Jealousy. That's a lot of our life. Says in the Sibishal, more than that. And and even more than him trying to stop you from doing good. What is the Eitzahara question? What is the Eitzahara uh, focusing his energy more on than all these things? Because before I learned this, I thought that's all he does. No. Turns out, there's something he does even more that I didn't even know about. And that's what I'm sharing with you today for free. Noyetz Yitzhahara Estziparnov Vemoichai Vilibai Shel Yehudi. 
The Yitzhahara, the Satan, the evil. He digs in his claws. He digs in his claws into the mind and the heart of a Jew. To burden us and overwhelm us and confuse us in the paths of our mind, of our das. In order to lower, minimize, restrict, constrict our entire level of grasping spirituality. Until our entire Avaidis Hashem is small-minded. And this is remaining throughout all of the generations. That the Koyachara, the evil powers, the power of evil is, is Miskaber strengthening himself, Focusing on to lower, to minimize my heart and my mind of a Jew. Sometimes you see somebody, he's davening to God, he's on a bus or he's on a train, he's uncomfortable. So he, through that, the davening is weak. Nobody should see me. These are all examples. But the point of all of these examples are, because he just wants your davening to be... That our Avodah Hashem, the concepts of Avodah Hashem that we're busy with anyway, it should be with constricted mind, not enlightenment of the mind, small-mindedness, small-mindedness. And from an aspaklaria she'ena me'ira, through a vision that is unclear. We know Moshe Rabbeinu was the ultimate, he had aspaklaria me'ira. He saw Enoid Malvada, he saw Hashem, he spoke to Hashem, pun him upon him, let's call that a hundred. Where are we? It's like when you have glasses, right? You're wearing your glasses, you're putting them on, and they got dirty and smudged and fingerprints, and you can't really see clear. And that's what the Eitzahar wants us to do. He wants us to go through life without seeing Hashem clearly in our lives, even when we're doing a mitzvah, even when we're learning Torah. Everything that we're doing, he wants us to be small-minded. That's that's where the battle's at. The gambe eaten agvayim beyoser, and even in very high times, uvein yana ma'ayim demirum ayshalayla. It could be a yontif, it could be a Shabbos. Shabbos is the whole day of Shabbos, and learn to see the shalom on Shabbos of what it is. We don't even know what Shabbos is. That's why. Plug. I wrote a book in English called CPR, Navigation for Your Soul, based on the see shalom about Shabbos. I wrote it for the teenager, but there are 40, 50, 60 year olds who have no clue what Shabbos is. So it could be Dvarim Oim Demurum Mishalaylam, it could be such an important thing. And yet, our minds become even more constricted. And we may do the do, we may walk the walk, we may talk the talk, but we don't think the think. The Rishon Rebbe was Mespal, he said, I'm willing to forego, I'm willing to forego my world, my Olam Hazeh, take it away from me, and my Olam Haba, and my world to come, Uvil Bad, 
If only Shetar Eine Yisrael, that you should enlighten the eyes of Yisrael, of Klal Yisrael, of Jews. That we shouldn't wander around this world like a behema without, without Das. Which Das? Let's break it down. How different are we than a cow? The cow wanders around. He actually probably has more serenity than us. Probably does not need prescription medication or therapy. And he does what he needs to do. He needs to go to work. He needs to find grass, right? He needs to get food. He needs to do do other stuff. Okay? We are high-functioning cows. We are very high-functioning cows. We go to work. We, we don't make grass. Some people smoke grass, but we don't make grass. We have to make... We have to support... But it, that's just going through the motions. We, that's what... We are the human cow. We're not going to do nothing. We're not dysfunctional. We're talking about functioning, high-functioning people, from people, Ehrlich people, doing Tyremitzvahs. But yet we're wandering. We go into a yantif, we wander through it, we buy the Arbaminim, we do the Sheikh, we do the Ashanis, the Shana Rabbah comes, we go, we're doing everything. But yet we could be wandering on this earth like a behema without Das. So again, it's not intellectual Das, no human being, even a guy or a Jew or anybody is not wandering around without a brain. We're not talking about intellectual brain. Das means hakaras habayre to the degree that we have recognition of Hashem ein oid mavadoi. The hashanas would be different. The Pesach matzah, I'm eating matzah, whether I understand it or not, it would be different. Everything we do would be different. Everything would be on a high level. Just like the Yetzer of a person darkens our mind. What's the opposite of a Arasadas? Of enlightenment is darkening our mind. We're not talking about you're stupid. I'm going to keep on mentioning it because people forget. I'm not talking about you're stupid. I'm not talking about you're forgetful. I'm not talking about you have whatever. And I'm not talking about Averis. I'm talking about my mind is dim. My mind is dark. I'm, I'm in shul. I'm davening. I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm whatever your mitzvahs are. But my level that I'm doing it for Hashem and Hashem is watching me and I'm doing avodas Hashem. My akaris habayre level is so low. Just like he strengthens himself, the Yitzhahara fights us. This is the battle. To darken our minds that we should not be zaycha to enlightenment of the mind. So too, even more, he empowers himself, himself he strengthens himself. He surrounds us with all kinds of pains and issues. Why? First of all, he hates us. Doesn't want us to to do mitzvahs. He wants us to miss stuff and bad. He wants to make us depressed. But that's not really why. He really does all those things to make us busy and problems and issues. And you notice life is another issue and another issue and another issue. Why? Why so many issues? I want to go learn. I want to go daven. I want to be a good Jew. And I will. I'll do all those things. But you know what he benefited? Low level. So we should be overwhelmed. And we should be confused. We should not be zaycha to a moment to being able to have serenity. 
Yishavadas, calm mind. Ulubihiris, and clarity of the, of my mind, of what I'm doing, what I'm experiencing. Shemimena toitzo ischayim b'chol anyanim. Because from that, Aris Adas, it gives life in all anyanim, our entire lives get uplifted. So why does he do this? So we should be busy. We should be so busy and running from one problem to the other thing and, and mixed up and confused. But what's the point of it? So we should not have serenity. We shouldn't have clarity. We should just go through the motions. And again, you got to do it. And we get schar for doing it. And especially in spite of all of that stuff. And we still run to mincha, shachris, marav, whatever. We still do the mitzvah. Good. But we're talking now about understanding that we can do it as a black belt. We have to work towards that. And you're busy and you're going and the guy comes. Okay, you give him tzaka. You did it. Wow. And, and you get schar for it. But you can do it as a black belt. Vegamas Eila, and listen what he says, very sad. Even those people that are zaycha, the few among us that really, really merited the chal she'ifas chayeim he kedusha, and really, honestly, all they want is kedusha. They broke out of the world. They're not interested in gashmias. They're not interested in in anything. They really want kedusha. The kirvas elikim yechpatzon, and their entire desire is really to be close to Hashem. Now, that, for us, for me, for us, that's our goal. Like that, that's that's amazing. But they don't get a free ride. They don't get a free ride. The Yitzhahara goes to entangle them. And he goes ahead and he puts inside of their lives fogginess. So it's unclear. He doesn't give them an easy, an easy win. Oh, you just want to learn a daven, you just want to be close to Hashem. Now things are always going to go wrong. Things are always going to happen. Why? So that way when they're finally doing it, it's on a low level. Until their entire Avaidis Hashem is smitten, is hit, is broken, is damaged with a lack of clarity. And a person can come to the point where he doesn't even realize, what am I here for? A person can get so, he goes to Kailu. He wants to sit and learn, and he gets this problem, and then this thing, and then he, one of the ways he lowers us, we do Averis, so we think, okay, I'm never going to be a Kaddish Vitar, and, and, and my mitzvahs are not worth anything to Hashem, which is false. Our Torah is not worth anything to false. He comes out at us with all of this stuff. We could be so confused that I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what Hashem wants from me. And through that... You think that's bad enough? No. Through that, how poetic, painful and poetic. He snips the wings of his spirit so that he cannot soar. So he goes to that thing. He goes to that kumzitz. He goes to that tish. He's there physically. He's trying, but He's not there. He can't soar. His mind, in his mind, he's stuck down and he can't soar. Koitzetz mi menu, as kanfei ruchoi, shaliyuchal his alis. V'karkavu g'dayle oilam sh'adam soivil m'sibuchim sh'mesabchu yei tzahara. The g'dayle oilam already established. 
that a person suffers from these complications, physical or emotional or psychological or financial complications that the Yitzhahara entraps him. Even more than all of the trying to convince us to do bad and to get us off the derech in, on any level and all of that. It's much more here. This is the, this is the, the ground zero. This is the war. When I learned this, I wasn't a baby. I was like 30 and I went to yeshiva and I was like, nobody ever told me this. He's so right. And if I'm already there and it's already Yom Kippur, or it's already Rosh Hashanah, or it's already davening, in 30 seconds, in 20 seconds, I, I can fix that. I can focus. I cannot let the darkness when I'm at least doing mitzvahs. And that's the, that's the, the, the work is to get there. And I'm not there. Tzadikim are there. Tzadikim are always 100% das. Das zu So everything they do is connected. How sad it is for us when the Yitzhahara causes through all these side things and he causes us to do the mitzvahs and the avaydas Hashem on a low level. But what happens when someone is Zaycha, he merits to have clarity of the mind. It lights up his life. It lights up his road, his path. Going back to the beginning, he said, If you manage to acquire something called clarity of the mind without confusion, you are the wealthiest person in the world. There's nobody that has more than you do to have clarity. Gimel. Let's explain what the Mida of Das, wisdom, which means Hakaras Abari, the amount that your mind is grasping, recognizing that Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Hashem is truly everywhere. To that degree, that's called Das. He's going to explain it according to what Maran, the Sabbath Kedisha of Slanam, Shus Yagan says. Brings out a Gemara, fascinating Gemara, Kedusha Mem Tesam and Beis. Hamakadishisha Manashani Tzadik, if a person goes over to a girl and he says, I'm being Makadish you to be my wife on condition that I am a Tzadik. Interesting fellow. She should run. But anyway, she says, okay, deal. What's the halacha? Even if he's a Rasha Gomer, still the halach is Mikudashes. She belongs to him. Why? Says the Gemara. Shema, hear tshuva bedatoi. Maybe he had a hear tshuva, thought of tshuva, bedatoi in his mind. And therefore, even if he was a, a Rasha Gomer, you know what a Rasha Gomer is? A Rasha Gomer, real Rasha, real deal, you know? Right? Not just Sama, a Rasha Gomer, Mikudashes. Maybe at that moment he had a hero tshuva bidate in his mind. And the question is very great. How can a person switch over from being a Rasha Gomer to a Tzaddik just be here with his mind, Shemahar Bechuva? In other words, the Gemara is saying, you know why? 
that, that, that it's Mikudashas, because maybe he had to hear a tshuva in his mind. You can go from being a Russia gummer to a tzaddik with a hearer tshuva, with thoughts of repentance, just in your mind? How does that even work? So the answer is very, very clever. He says, very interesting. He's mevayer, this habakadish mevayer. Shemaduya kalosha megamara bidato. He says, Shema hearer tshuva. Maybe he had thoughts of tshuva bidato in his mind. It doesn't say maybe he had to hear of tshuva in his brain, in his intellect, or in his heart. What does he mean? Kimidas hadas, when it says shema hear tshuva bedatoi, das, wisdom, it includes two things. Chachma and bina. Intellect and feelings. Shehem mayach v'leiv, it's the heart, the brain and the heart. Like Tukun Ezeir says, Zayar Kaddish says, Chachma Maicha, wisdom is in the brain, and Bina, understanding, is Liba, is heart. So there's two separate things. There's Chachma, intellect, and there's emotional connection. A person can have times that in his intellectual mind, it's Yom Kippur, it's by Nila, Tishaba, by the Kaisel. Maybe somebody's in trouble. And intellectually in his mind, he can reach to a place of tshuva. He recognizes fully, intellectually, that my way is not right, my averis are no good. They're not, they're not worth anything. I'm wasting my life, I'm wasting, wasting my energy. He gets it on an intellectual level. He goes to a seminar he goes to Arachim, he goes to Project Inspire, and he gets inspired, he goes to Ashir, and he really does full tshuva in his mind. And sometimes a person can get to full tshuva, to real repentance, because of regesh, his hergish, his feelings, which are in the heart. Sometimes could happen. A person sees somebody dying, a person sees a, a big simcha. A person goes to a great kumzitz. The lights are off. The candles are on. They're singing. He goes to Ripshayla. He goes to Mezbish. He goes to Uman. He goes to... Aren't there any Litvaks that ever died? I don't know. We don't know where they are. You, know, you go to Kvarim. Stuff, stuff is happening inside of you. You didn't think it through. How am I really changing my mind? But your feelings are, I want to be close to Hashem. They're very good. Go for it. But it's not shlemus. It's not shlemus. The only time that a person has shlemus of tshuva is when the repentance comes with his mind. And as we said, that means his intellect, intellectual mind, his intellect made the cheshben, and he's willing to change his life, recognize his mistakes, do the work, and focus on being good, and his heart together. The example that I give is somebody walking up the stairs. So if he walks up just using the left foot, second step left foot, third step left foot, eventually he's going to fall. He needs to go left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. You can go higher and higher in regesh, but if your mind, your intellect is not also growing, you'll plats, as we've seen. Or, 
You can go ahead with your intellect and you can learn more and more stuff and certain things, but your heart is not there and you'll plots. Das is stability. Das is when your entire being, your mayach, your intellect and your lave and your heart, your feelings, your emotions are growing together. You went up to the second step. You're now standing stable on the, sec- on the second step. Then you became a tzaddik. When you do full tshuva in your mind, not a tzaddik. You do full tshuva with regesh, not a tzaddik. Full tshuva with both together, then you're called tzaddik. And that's also the pshat of Inyan Ha'aras Hadas Hashem. Let's remember, he brought down that vart about the Gemara in order to teach us something. What is he teaching us? This is the way it works with Ha'aras Hadas, with enlightenment of the mind, Ba'avaydis Hashem. Hainu, She'or Elekusa Yizbarach, that the light of godliness, Ya'ir Boy B'moichoy V'liboy, it should enlighten your mind and your heart, Gam Yachat, together. With the character traits of Seichel and the Hergeshim and your emotional intellect. Together, when you work on both together, you can come to a place where you see, you have a vision, you have enlightenment that Ein Oid Movadoi. Not just in, uh, I read a book, there's a good book actually now called Enoid Mavadeh, very, very good. Okay? And not just that I went to a kumzitz with a guitar and I was feeling stuff. When it's together, I come to really lodas. It's nice the way he's medaic, the words of the Torah. Atahiresa lodas. You had enlightenment to know, to have a karsaboy reiki enoid mavadeh. And das is both. Then a person is zaycha to the ar teira and avoda. Inyan hadas. This concept that we're talking about of enlightenment of the mind. das Let's be very clear. This is not something that you can do. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing. It. It's a course. It's a lifetime course. We talk about becoming a black belt. If you're healthy. You could become a black belt, but it's going to take a lot of work. It could take someone two years, it could take someone four years, as long as you don't quit. You will become a black belt. Unhealthy, we talk about in many different shurim, that Nesiva Shalom is a master of talking about unhealthy and not to get depressed and not to do all these things. We're talking now about your your healthy side. He says, I'm not telling you this thing, you're going to leave tonight shir, and you're going to be like, boom, I'm there. Maybe you will, you know, try it, but you won't be stable. You're going to fall back. He says, I'm not talking about not trying. I'm not talking about a kavana of a new kind of a, an idea of gaining wisdom, das, akar, sabere, recognizing God in your mind, in your spirit, without working. We're talking about something that's going to require a lot of work and dedication. He says, The Torah tells us that we won't know how to serve Hashem until we get there. Let me give you an example. You go ahead with your 15-year-old kid, your 16-year-old kid, and you tell him, you teach him how to drive. Teach him how to drive. You fire him, you test him, he gets a hundred. 
Can he drive? Absolutely not. He'll get behind the wheel, actually, when things are happening, all the stuff. No. He has the intellect. It's, it's not something that you can just learn. You have to live it and practice it, and you'll have gains and losses, like everything else, and you'll grow from it. We won't know how to serve Hashem until we reach that place. Right now, we're on this level. We're going to learn, and we're going to try, and we're going to grow, but until we get to the next step, we really won't know and understand and be able to internalize how to do it until we we are there. Al yidei das through knowledge, through intellect alone, i efshir Hashem. You can't serve Hashem just by learning a piece of Nesiv Shalom. Until you get there, you're going to grow. And when you grow, you're going to start to realize these concepts, how to incorporate them in your life. And it's going to be difficulties, and there's going to be ups, and there's going to be downs. Yitzhahar is not going to let you get away with this easy. When you reach that hasaga, that comprehension that we spoke about, through working hard, then the enlightenment of the mind is going to kick in. It will lift you. It will uplift your avoida to high, high, high levels. So don't expect to just learn it and all of a sudden you're going to feel it. Ha'aras Hadas has to be acquired. It starts with today. It starts with knowing that that's where the battle is at. It starts with calling out the Eight Sahara by taking inventory of our minds and realizing, if I'm doing this anyway, why am I so dark? Why am I doing davening with 5% of my brain? When you get there though, and you get this sparkle, this little second step, third step, you start to have a higher level of a sadas. It's unbelievable. It's going to raise everything about you. You can't have complete das mindset. Unless you're actually going to do it. Unless you're going to have the toil, the physical work in your Avedis Hashem. So you have to apply. You have to start to apply it. And you have to fight to get there. And then you'll feel it. The constant toil and focus is the foundation, the Yisoyed Vahareka, the foundation and the backdrop. It's the work that is going to allow this thing to settle in us. So this new light of enlightenment of God's existence and connection to Hashem is going to dwell in our heart and our mind of every Jew. And when we start to feel that, we'll push further. We'll go from 5% to 10% to 20%. And we're going to start to use all of the tools that we're going to learn in the next chapters on how to reach a higher level. To recap, while we're busy being sidetracked with life, and while we're busy fighting the Eight Sahara who's trying to make us sin, and that's a full-time job, and while we're busy trying to stop the Yetzirah from preventing us from doing mitzvahs. At the same time, more than all of that, his real game was to have darkness infiltrate our minds. So we don't have clarity, we don't have serenity, and we can't fill ourselves, fill our mind with the concentration and focus of serving Hashem.